Welcome to Pregnancy Health Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett, and we are coming to you from the Heartbeat International Annual Conference. Uh, we have a special guest here today talking about international uh, partnerships with American organizations and how the U.S. and international organizations can really help each other out. Um, so I want to introduce our international program specialist, Ellen Fell. She is our contact with uh, all things affiliates around the world. Uh, so Ellen, I'm going to let you take it away from here. Thanks, Christine. Well, good morning, Heartbeat fans and friends. It is such a joy and pleasure to be with you coming from Jacksonville, Florida. I have the absolute delight today to uh, talk with and introduce you to somebody I just met live this week, Judy Weber, the CEO of First Coast Women's Services right here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Judy uh, has has been the CEO for a while. She's got a tremendous ministry going on here. She and her team are extremely gracious mm-hmm. and uh, very engaged with international affiliates and non-affiliate affiliated uh, pregnancy help work around the world. And I was so excited. I wanted to introduce you to her and give her a chance to show how and demonstrate how, as American-based centers, We can touch the world. Judy, tell us a little bit about what you do here in Jacksonville first, please. Uh, Thank you so much. Well, here in Jacksonville and really in Northeast Florida, First Coast Women's Services has five brick and mortar centers and a mobile unit. This area is extremely spread out. So we are not just in Duval County where Jacksonville is, but we're in two neighboring counties, Clay County and Baker County. And we started by seeing clients back in 1994 with one small storefront rented facility. And then from that time, every few years for quite a while, the Lord would bring people to us from other communities. For instance, the first was out at the beach who said, we'd like to have um, a place just like you have your pregnancy resource center here at the beach. So they began to get, grab churches and raise money and start a center there. And it went from there to a rural center out in Baker County, uh, Clay County, which is a huge naval community. And then uh, we decided we needed a center up near the airport. 95 comes straight down um, I-95 from Georgia into Florida. And we are really an abortion destination. People from other states come down because we have four abortion clinics here. So the board was led to um, decide we wanted to have a center uh, in North Florida. And I'll actually tell you a quick God story about that because I think it's so wonderful. So as we were praying about it in a board meeting, one of the board members said, I know some men who own Christian men who own some land up in that area that's rapidly developing near the airport. And they said that. So he called them right from the board meeting, called one of the men. And the man said, let me talk to the others. And then he came back on the line and he said, we had a huge tract of land and we sold it to a skilled nursing facility. But there was one small corner of that land that for some reason they didn't want. And we could never figure out why would they buy the whole tract and just ignore that one little corner. But now we know why it's because God was saving it for you. And they gave us the land to build the center. Wow, that's amazing. And I know all of our listeners have that same experience, leaning into God and seeing God show up and do miraculous things. But back to our other story. Um, So we uh, began in 2002, we had most of our board members and even our staff 
have done a lot of mission trips and been to other countries. And a lot of our board members were very heavily involved in other countries. And they felt strongly that we needed to reach out. And at that time, Russia was our target. We were traveling to Russia. We went in 2002 uh, to Ekaterinburg, Russia. So wait a minute. Let me interrupt you. So we've gone from Jacksonville, Florida, five centers, Mm -hmm. and somehow you're now moving beyond the borders of Florida across that ocean. (laughs) And it started with board members and staff Mm -hmm. who had a heart for the nations. Absolutely. In fact, when they started this in 2002, we only had one center. But they had a heart for recognizing how blessed we are in this country um, compared to what other countries have and the limitations they work under, government limitations far greater even than what we think we have. So we partnered. First, we sent sent some people to Ekaterinburg, Russia to do some training. And then we ended up partnering with a center in Samara, Russia. And I had the privilege of going there with a board member and a staff member to do some training. Uh, And we adopted them and we began to sow into them finances from a tithe of our baby bottle money. Well, tell Uh, us about everybody's familiar with the baby bottle drive. Mm-hmm. What does a baby bottle tithe mean? Okay. Well, we um, we had been collecting, the using the baby bottles, as a, and it still is a very, very great development um, uh, issue for us because it involves so many individuals and churches. And we were giving the baby bottles out. They were usually from Mother's Day to Father's Day, out on Mother's Day, back on Father's Day. And the churches loved it. They love it so much that even during COVID, a lot of them wanted to continue with the physical bottles instead of just virtual. But that those numbers of churches began to grow over the years. And the board decided what, way back in 2002, the first gift that we sent to Ekaterinburg, let's send them money, $5,000 out of, at the time, what was probably not even quite $50,000 in the baby bottle collection. Whoa, stop. (laughs) $50,000 through a baby drive. So is is that one check? Is that one person? How does that how does fifty thousand dollars happen through baby bottle? Because I'm thinking nickels and quarters. Yes. And sometimes just pennies. And boy, are they heavy if they put just change <laughs> in them. But at that time, the average baby bottle was twenty two dollars um, average. So you can see it did take a lot of bottles to get fifty thousand dollars. And people were putting in dollars. Some were putting in checks. Uh, later, much later, uh, actually in the about uh, 2016 and 2017, we actually had two years where a family put a $10,000 check in their baby bottle. Wow. But that this was this was long before that. Uh, but it, it was something that was growing. And as we continued to support the sister church, uh, the sister ministry in Samara, the years went by and our board member, who was also on the board of that PRC, um, said that he thought it would be better for us to pull back because Russia had had so many years of everything being done for them by Big Brother that they really don't have much philanthropic spirit in the people who are, in my age, the baby boomers. But the generation coming up of Christians are learning to give. And so he felt like it was better for them to do that. So we began to pull back from that, and not completely, but in the same way, and look for who else should we be supporting and does God want us to support? 
and board members and staff members came forward with ideas and suggestions. And so each year we would decide what was the tithe from the baby bottles and how what, what ministries would we like to sow into. Now, the key to this is the relationship. It's always the relationship with that center or someone in that community or just even a love for that people group it could begin with. Um, one of our um, board members, she and her husband traveled to South Africa and they went to a pregnancy resource center there and they actually sewed some, some significant money into it to do some construction and some building. But she came back with information and a relationship with those people at that center. And so since that time, we have out of our baby bottle money, sent money every year to that center. Um, there was a conference in Jacksonville that was attended by the people from the Pregnancy Resource Center in Jerusalem in Israel. Oh, they, another, I am. Yeah, another heartbeat affiliate yes, partner. Yes, yes. And, wonderful. And we time. went down to that conference strictly to meet the people from, from Israel, from that center, and so have been supporting that center also. And when I say supporting, it, it could be, you know, a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars, or in some cases, maybe five thousand uh, dollars. Depends on you know what happened with the baby bottles. So we were doing that. We also um, supported a ministry that works um, overseas in a country that's very closed as far as anyone knowing that they're doing uh, rescue work, and we've continued to support that ministry. Uh, then um, we began to look around and we would learn of needs in, a, in our own country. There was a, a hurricane that destroyed the PRC in Panama City. So since that time, we have been sending money to Panama City. They then got flooded out a couple of years later. And it wasn't, of course, just this little bit that we were doing all over the country. People poured in support for them, for which somebody loaned them a mobile unit to actually keep operating while their center was being rebuilt. So there's just a lot of wonderful support among the Pregnancy Resource family and among the Heartbeat family um, in, uh, in this country. But the the people in the uh, in foreign countries we had a sp particular heart for them because of recognizing that their their needs are great and they may not have as many people that be generous donors to help support them at, that we have here that that is an amazing amazing spread across the globe and I think that what I'm hearing is sometimes it is intentional. It, it kind of reminds me of that verse in Jonah where God says, should I not be concerned? Yes. But then every yes. once in a while, God serendipitously <laughs> brings you into relationship in a different country. Can you just tell us about your relationship with Barbados? I love to tell. And, uh, my husband, I'll tell you right now, he doesn't mind me telling his part because he wasn't as, he did get the same touch from the Holy on vacation to Barbados. And we walked around the little town and we just felt a very strong pull to go the next morning to one of the churches. And we don't all go to church when we're on vacation. And so he said, oh, do we have to go tomorrow? It's our first morning there. Let's go next weekend. And I said, I just really want to go to that little church. So he got up with me and he'll say, I was, he was pouting all the way down the street as we were walking, but we walked and we went into this little church and we sat down and then a woman came down the aisle 
and sat down in front of me with a large baby bottle. And I just looked shocked and so did my husband. So I tapped her on the shoulder and it was Harriet Walcott. And I said, tell me about this baby bottle that you're holding, because it was just like the ones that we give out. We have the regular size about as a normal bottle and a larger one that may company might want to use or someone might want to use. So it's a larger bottle. She said, well, I'm here from the PRC in Barbados. We're a pregnancy resource center. And she said, and I come here once a year. This isn't my church. I'm only here once a year to bring the baby bottle. And then this church collects and then brings it back to us. And I started asking her questions. I told her what I did and about our ministry in Jacksonville, Florida. And I said, do you by chance belong to Heartbeat? And she said, oh, yes, we belong to Heartbeat. And and we've been to the conference. And I said, oh, my goodness. So we continued to talk further. And I found out they do the same abortion healing assistance ministry we do, which is forgiven and set free. And so we had just this wonderful conversation. And I knew that God just didn't have that to encourage both of us, but that he wanted action. He does something like that. It's obvious he wants action from you. And so I knew it was up to me. So I went back and told the story to my board who were really excited, had picture of me with Harriet. And we began to be able to support um, from the baby bottle campaign into their ministry in Barbados. And then the thrill this year to come to Heartbeat, know they were going to be here and take Harriet and uh, also Camille out to lunch and then take them to see one of our centers and just spend time with them here Uh, and some of the other internationals. And I just want to put in a plug for them who are here. Um, We were able to take a couple of the others, uh, one from, um, from, from Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes. Yes. Kat from Jamaica. And then also from Zimbabwe. No, no, no. I, Ines from Zambia, Zambia. I'm sorry. Yes. Ines from Zambia. So we were able to see some of them and talk with them. And I know they're here getting to know a lot of wonderful people, uh, and, it's it's just a, a relationship thing. When you see them and you talk to them and you hear about what's going on, then it's just a joy to get to be a part because as you know, your heart follows your money. And so as well, your money giving, follows your heart and your heart follows your money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always think it was the one way, yeah, but I yeah. found out later as I sew into yes. things, my heart follows. Yeah. My heart wants to know what's going on in Barbados, what's going on in Israel, what's going on in these other places with the PRC movement. So um, I would encourage everyone to do it. And I think that's one of the reasons God has so blessed our baby bottle ministry. It's gotten to up to the point where last year it was $150,000 in baby bottles. And then, the I mean, that was in 2020, even with covid and in 2021, it was $191,000 with baby bottles. Wow. Wow. That is a huge wow. This episode is sponsored by Lifeline Children's Services. Lifeline is your national gospel-centered adoption partner. They can give women choice by exploring both parenting and adoption at the same time. Lifeline offers free training and free materials for your team and your clients. Please visit planmyadoption.org partners for more information. I, I just want to um, stop for a moment. One of the things that is so uh, impressed upon me is the intention, but also just the openness 
to whatever God might want to say to you and your board members about what he is doing around the world. So we're, we see the stretch of uh, First Coast in Russia, South Africa, Israel, Barbados, any, any place else? Well, let me explain something that's ha- happened currently, and that is that um, another one of our board members uh, does a lot of ministry in Russia and all of those uh, Eastern European countries, and of course, is heartsick over what is happening in the Ukraine. And he builds churches in a lot of those countries and built churches in the Ukraine. And so when this happened, I said, tell me what we First Coast Women's Services should do to help. I don't know that we can get into the Ukraine. I don't even know if the PRCs are existing. What can we do? And so he um, said, and I have learned also through Heartbeat, that um, that they the director of the Ukraine Center came out um, came here, which was wonderful. But that was was Lena? Yes, Lena Patina. Yes, former director mm. of um, the Ukrainian. Ukraine. Yes. yes. So it sounds like it might have been destroyed. If not, it's not a safe place. But women in need, pregnant women, women with babies, they're pouring out of the Ukraine into all the surrounding countries. So I said to him, well, we need to connect in Poland and Hungary and all of these places and and provide help. And um, he didn't know exactly how to do that. But then when I learned about Halo through um, through Heartbeat and thought that is a good way for us to provide some funding again out of the baby bottle money and specify we would like it to go to the PRCs that are in those countries where they are receiving refugees. And so they said, absolutely, we can honor that request. And I went to the board because um, we the, the amount we gave was a larger percentage than what we had given in, t- in the past to any one place, although this is a broader ministry. And they were all saying, absolutely, we think that's a great idea. Definitely um, give that money there. So that's not a, where we have at this point a individual relationships, but I'm hoping in the future, we may be able to develop more individual relationships with those. Um, Well, that is uh, incredible. Judy, you mentioned the Halo Fund, which is the um, heartbeat outreach um, from its own affiliates, uh, for its affiliates. It's the Helping Affiliated Life-Affirming Organizations. And out of that uh, fund, we have all Heartbeat has also been able to extend financial assistance or resources to, for instance, hurricane mm-hmm. victims, tornado uh, centers that hit that get hit by tornadoes. But uh, we have had a, seen a significant increase uh, of of generosity and uh, and giving from our affiliates uh, through the Halo Fund for um, the Ukraine. Uh, I did want to mention as well that um we uh we haven't so i'm trying to wrap up but there's so many things you've touched on that have been so exciting <laughs> mm-hmm. the barbados group affiliates that are present are from unborn justice and they are uh present this year camille martindale is the director and uh, harriet walcott are here um and uh, the Jamaican affiliate is here. We also have um, uh, representatives from 
Puerto Rico, from um, Italy, from Macedonia, from, um, oh, I don't want to forget anybody that's here now, <laughs> uh, and Ghana, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and uh, a few other countries, and forgive me for forgetting them, but the point is, these are opportunities right here at the conference that people here can can get in touch with our international affiliates. Um, Movimento per la Vita, who's represented here by two of their uh, members uh, from Italy, they also, this is what's cool, from Italy, they are also doing an outreach to the Ukrainian mm, um, centers, uh, providing resources, providing funds. So this is the pregnancy help world. It is a community of individuals representing nations. And our song this year for the Parade of Nations was, We Speak to Nations. And the way we speak to nations is exactly as Judy says, it's not just with our words, it's with our actions. I love what Judy is doing, what she and her team are doing and her board uh, in, in establishing almost these sister centers around the world. And I just encourage you listeners, if you have a heart to touch a nation and to be part of what God is doing around the world, get in touch with me, get in touch with heartbeat, uh, the, I'm the Ellen, the international program specialist. Um, we'll probably be able to give you a, an email address. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you and uh, be happy to connect you with an international center um, that you might want to connect with. Judy, thank you so much. You're welcome. It was a joy to be here. God bless all of you. It has been an absolute pleasure to hear from you and to um, just connect with you about the work that you and your center are doing around the world. And I thank you for that and God bless you. Thank you so much, Ellen and Judy. It was wonderful to hear from you. Uh, I know that there is more happening at the conference that you need to get back to, so we'll let you go. But thanks to our listeners for spending some time with us. And if you'd like to hear more, uh, click subscribe. We'll have more episodes coming from the conference. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast.